Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Go birds. That too. They've just they're, they're two days removed from having won the Super Bowl, so go birds. Go birds. Go birds. Yeah. By a final score of hold on let me. Twenty-seven to twenty-four. <laughs> what? What was that? I didn't say anything. <laughs> I got room to nail this a little bit more. Figure out my final score prediction. My name is Matt Gasnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros. From Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, everyone. From Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And, reporting to us live from the Glen Mills Country Club, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Hello, everyone. Oh, there hello. we go. Are you here I for brunch? Country Club. <laughs> brunch? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sounds... here to hit the links with my gents. <laughs> oh, righto, righto. Get a crisp nine in, and you know, get that front nine, and then enjoy some breakfast on the on the half turn. Oh yes. Other golf terms. How you doing? Awesome. 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 That's good. I'm glad to hear. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's, it's good to hear that you're awesome, Tim Hansen. Yep. Yeah. I'm just gonna keep beating this in. Um, unfortunately, we're the only two people on the show. <laughs> Sean and Rich, you can jump in any point. Well, I was like, here's here's what happened for real. I was like, yeah. Tim was like, I'm awesome, and I'm like, how am I doing? And I was like, <laughs> not great. And then I was like, was I laid off since the last time we recorded? Yeah, things uh, aren't yeah. things aren't really going well for me right now. <laughs> but you have a great haircut. I do. I well, here's the thing. I got the haircut because I had an interview. Oh shit! That's right. Um, I don't remember when Thursday, maybe. And now I have two more interviews on Monday. So get them. Oh boy, that's dope. By the time so in your brain though up. that you got, but by the time in the, your brain you got to the haircut part, Tim and I were still doing the house thing. <laughs> yeah, house. <laughs> it's like you come up for air and you're just like, it's still us two idiots just going like, awesome, 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 awesome. I will be 100% honest. I totally spaced out. This just- yes and awesome. Yes and awesome. Yes and awesome. It's like, that's just not derivating on it in any way, shape, or form. It's good stuff. Anyway, uh, it's a, it's pretends well for the rest of the show. Welcome. This is the first time you listen to the Brose Podcast. This I'm sorry. This is basically what the last 495 episodes were. Um, welcome to the award-winning Brose Podcast, available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, here's the premise of our show. We're four bros. We sit. We have a beverage, uh, alcoholic or otherwise. Uh, we, we each bring a question to the table about life, the universe, anything Current events, pop culture, politics, uh, could be uh, about it could be about the news of the day. Could be about would you rather that we've been thinking about. It could be something philosophical and deep. It could be something real stupid. Anything, but we answer it uh, with with intelligence, with with the time that is needed, the thought that is needed, and with a touch of mirth as well. But it's not just our questions. We want your questions answered as well. So please email them to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions 
at gmail.com. First and foremost, we've got to discuss what we are drinking. Sean O'Brien, let's start with you. What do you have on tap? Uh, I'm drinking Walnut Block Wines 2022 Sauvignon Blanc. And it is, you know, it's actually kind of nice because I was like, I think I want to get a Riesling. And then I was like, actually, I want something a little bit more, um, a little bit dry, more dry. And so I just kind of went with Sauvignon Blanc. I don't really know anything about it, but it ended up being way sweeter than I thought. So I ended up kind of getting what I initially wanted, which is nice. You know, like I was like, you know what? Riesling would have been the right choice, <laughs> but this is sweet too. So it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Uh, Timothy Hansen, what do you got tonight? Uh, I have some reported, purportedly uh, German Pinot Noir called Saint Holda or whatever the fucking O with an umlaut says over it. There are zero tasting notes. Uh, it is only an eight point five, which is unfortunate uh, because oh, I would. That's that's a, a light boy. It is a very light boy. Clearly, I uh, fucked up. Um, <laughs> The, the more I drink it, the more I just, it does not taste like a Pinot Noir at all. Uh, it tastes like some cheap red blend of some sort. It's like, like a Pinot Noir has like a lit, I don't want to say a dryness to it, but this feels, <laughs> this feels real wet in my mouth. If that makes any sense. I know what you mean, man. Wet. I get like it. It's, and it's just, it's weird. Um, but like it, it, it's grown on me a little bit. It's still not great, but I think now that I'm in the headspace of not comparing it to a Pinot Noir, I like it a little better. Mm-hmm. So, uh, eh, not bad for. I think it was like nine ish dollars. Could be worse. Could be huevos. Could be huevos. Could, Could be always huevos. be huevos. So it's like the like in baseball they have the Mendoza line. It's like as long as you're batting better than Mendoza line, you have a pretty good chance of you know staying on the major league roster. Uh, and for the for us, the it's the Huevos line. Oh man! Like as long as you're better than Huevos, uh, you're you're probably in good shape. That bar yep. is so low. I think maybe I that because I've I've been watching a lot of um, not to derail us immediately, but I've been watching a lot of um, wine related i think it's epicurious videos on youtube and it's this dude it's a sommelier who like goes through he's just been like describing wines and he just the way he described a wine that had gone bad was how i think huevos tasted so i think i I legitimately i i'm i'm scared spoiled yeah i'm scared to try a different huevos like i don't want to go back to that well but i mean like it might have just been a bad wine and i think you know, we have, uh, what we've, we've done like 200 something episodes. Like we, there's, it is bound to have, we have, we're bound to hit a bad wine at one point. You know what I mean? Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you can't like just through sheer volume, we had, you have to have one of our wines has to have gone bad. Yeah. It's the law of average. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen eventually. The question is just then, as you said, is it just a spoiled bottle of huevos or is this just baseline huevos flavor is similar to that of a a, a spoiled good wine? And yeah. do we care to try it again? No, I do well, not. That's, the, that's why you play huevos roulette and you try for another <laughs> bottle. I don't know. I don't know. I 
on the other hand, I'm drinking Liberty Creek Merlot. I was horrified for a split second because I the, the font is a little weird on the front, uh, and I for a second thought that it said that it was 17% ABV. It's 12, uh, but I thought it was 17. <laughs> I was like, holy smokes! Uh, but uh, but no, so it's it's a 12% ABV. It is fine. It comes in a gigantic bottle. Uh, it is a perfectly averaged, maybe slightly below average Merlot. Uh, but it's a budget Merlot. It's fine. Uh, it's a decent red wine. Uh, and Rich Sweeten, uh, you are not uh, consuming alcohol with us this evening. No, I'm not. I'm not drinking tonight. I'm trying to get my health back on track, so I am abstaining from drinking for uh, the time being. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, now we got questions. Who I ask our bros. You guys are ready for those questions? Bros, a questions at gmail.com if you want your questions answered on the air. Uh, do you guys have uh, anything top of mind? Anything bubble into the surface that you just got to get out right to start this episode? Mm-hmm. I don't have anything crazy. What about you, Matt? Do you have anything crazy? I got a question here from a uh, compiler of questions, Mary O'Brien. Mm-hmm. We could kickstart with that. Sure. Please, let's go for that one. The question is, what do you do that's just for you? What do you do that is just for you? <laughs> Tim. Tim, extremely rude. Tim. What? What? Extremely rude. I didn't You're say anything. He's churning butter is what he was doing. I, yeah. I, this is an audio medium. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> He's making the mochi nut hot dog. <laughs> hmm. uh, all right. What do you guys do that is just for you? Sometimes when I'm getting ready to like do chores or to cook or whatever, I actually have to, I actually amp myself up. I like, I'm like, all right, let's go. Like out loud. I say it like, all right, let's do this. All right, let's go. Uh, the, this happened. I don't remember probably around Christmas time. I think I was cooking something and, uh, my, I'm like, all right, let's go. And my sister's like, let's go. What? Like, are you straight? You're not streaming right now. Are you? I'm like, <laughs> No, no, no. I'm just getting myself ready. Like, this is just me. Like, I just need to do this and to get myself to go. Um, I and mean, maybe that's something. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Personal thing. You're you're alone in your house. Mm-hmm. Master of your domain, as mm-hmm. it were. Tim. Yes. Uh, and uh, and uh, <laughs> you, 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 this is your time. Yeah. Your time to yourself. I um I so I go to the gym. Uh, it's not a brag, but it is something where so last fall previously it was uh, I would go and play uh, flag football on the weekends, or I go play basketball in the evenings. Um, and I did a little math, and I was just like, oh look at this! So I can get a full year gym membership uh, at the gym just uh, ten minutes up the road uh, for a year for the same cost that would be for me to join these four leagues. And while these four leagues are fun, they are you know, once a week, you know, go get together with a couple of people, play some ball. Uh, and whereas the gym, I could go every day or, you know, more, you know, realistically, you know, three, four, five times a week, but it'd be the same cost. I'm like, it's probably smarter if I just get the gym membership back. Cause I haven't had gym membership since before the pandemic. Um, but it's a physical activity. So whether it's playing basketball, um, which there is a basketball court at the gym, very excited about that. Uh, and, uh, or whether it's playing basketball or football or going to the gym and just being like, you know what, here's what, here's my time. I got 30, 45 minutes, an hour, however long I've got until I got to get back home and attend other home stuff, pop in my headphones, listen to a podcast, 
get some stuff done. It's good. That's my, that's, that's what just for me. And like, look, it, it's a benefit to, you know, hopefully it's a tangential benefit to my daughter. Cause then I can pick her up and hold her for forever and ever and ever until I go, until I eventually go, Hey, sweetie, my back, daddy's back. <laughs> So mm-hmm. this is extending the amount of time that I can do that before I have to be like, daddy's an old man. Daddy's got a bad back. Uh, but if I go to the gym, maybe it'll prolong that. Yeah, it does. From experience, it does not feel good to tell your kid you can't pick them up, especially when they are very small. It's brutal. It is. It's got to be brutal. It is. So uh, last weekend, I guess. I So I, I played in a Frisbee tournament, but it was two rounds in one day. And it was, and it was just like the amount of walking, like just the amount of physical exertion was like, I was not prepared for it. My back was on fire when I was done and I came home and Mary had been with Alice all day. So I was like, I was like, Oh, you know, and I was doing something that was just for me. And so, uh, so I, you know, I was like, okay, I'll play with Alice. Like Mary, you go, you know, go up in your room and just go up in our room and just like hang out alone. Cause I know being with Alice all day can be very, it's very emotionally draining. It's just, she like, you know, we love her to death, but a three-year-old just has so much energy and needs so much attention. It's just a lot. So I was like, you know, you go upstairs and Alice likes to play this game sometimes where she'll put on, she has like a Ariel, um, out like pajamas and she'll put them on. She'll be like, we're going to swim. And then I'll just like, you know, carry her around the house and she's swimming. But she wanted to do that. And I was like, Sorry, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Alice. Yeah. I physically, cannot do that for you right now. Like, I want you to know that I love you so much, but I cannot carry you around this freaking house. <laughs> Why don't we play the game where Daddy sits and you just bring him stuff? Why don't we <laughs> let's play? Let go of here. called backwards plank. Yeah. I'm gonna lay down flat on my back in the middle of the room. That's it, but 100. Like that's it's a it's a tough feeling, and it's mm-hmm. just like. So like, even though the gym is like, it is basic, it is for me. Like it's for me. It's, it's my mm-hmm. time. It's, it makes me feel good. But like there is certain, there's certainly an element of like, for me, it would make me feel good to not have like my back mm-hmm. wear out quickly so I can carry my kid. And so I'm over there on like the, the overhead, like pull down machine be like, this is for you, baby. This is for you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, so Sean, you mentioned uh, frisbee golf. Is that the main thing that you do just for you, or do you have something else? Um, that's pretty much. Yeah, I would say that's that's probably the most thing because I genuinely enjoy it in a way that I can do it by myself. Yeah, and yeah, because I'm not trying to. Like even when I was playing in that tournament, it was more just to like see, like for me to be like. Um, yeah, it was just for me. I want to like, you know, you, you want to be with other people who are in the same hobby space as you. And, uh, you know, I wasn't really trying to, I don't know. Like I was, I was just for me seeing how I stacked up and that was nice. Tim Hanson, what do you do just for you? Uh, mine is going to be significantly more boring in comparison. Uh, pretty much it's between either reading, whether it's a, a book or like a, a webtoon or a manga or a comic or something like that. Um, and, uh, doing logic puzzles, primarily like Sudoku, Sudoku and Sudoku variants and stuff like that. But like 
not as hard as I can find them. Um, and just they're fun. And like, there's even a YouTube channel that I follow that it's like collects weird variants where it's like, it looks like a normal Sudoku, but here's these 37 other rules that you need to know. And we're only going to give you one starting number. Go. And like, it might take me an hour and I'm going to fucking love that. (laughs) Whereas like a normal Sudoku, it's like, uh, 45 seconds later and I'm done. So like that to me is very fun. Like having my mind engaged that way. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. I was going to have something. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you have a, you know, you, you married, have a family or, or, or whether you, you're, just got a group of friends and you always do stuff socially with people like it always is nice to have that one thing where it's just like i'm just this is servicing me and servicing me only <laughs> tim please i need you to settle down i know you're very excited Hand check. yeah uh that's that that is that's the hard part for me at least about this question is like it sure is Rich. <laughs> hey the hardest part is even though i've got because I keep going people. up and down the list and I <laughs> can't finish my thought. If, oh, your though, thought. That's what you're not finishing. Yeah. If, mm. Even though I have people living in my house, I everything I do is just for me. Like, that's why, like, it's hard for me to pick out, like, what is the one thing I do just for me? It's like, well, everything I do, in my instance, in my situation, everything I do is just for me. Like, I don't do the dishes, I don't do my dishes to make sure that, they're done for them. No, I do my dishes because I need my dishes done. I don't clean. I don't do this. I don't do that because anybody else needs me to do it. I do it for me. So it's like, it's hard for me to, yeah. But like, again, I, I don't, I, I feed him for him. Yes. But like, no, it's like, like when we, when I take him out for a walk, I take him out. I, I take him out for a walk because he needs to go for a walk. Like, he, right. I, I need to get him out for a walk more often. I don't do, I don't necessarily do that for me, but it's like pretty much like for the most part, everything I do is for me. There's not a lot that I do. And, and this kind of makes me sound bad too. There's not a lot I do for others, but like I do things for others, but it's yeah on my day to day life. Everything I do is for me. So like, I can't, it's hard for me to like pick out like, yeah. the one thing that I do that no one else does with me or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I understand. Because, like, fully, and I don't, and this is, so I'm going to take this to a very dark place, and I I apologize. And and also, it's going to sound really bad, Richie, and I'm very sorry, but this is 100%, this is 100% about me. If I, if I were just doing stuff for myself, and I don't, I do not mean to make light of this, I would, I legitimately think, I would have killed myself by now if it was just for me. And I don't, and I don't, I don't think it, I think it is wonderful. And it, it shows a lot of strength of character that you do, or you are doing stuff for yourself. Because like, if I, there are, there have been not, not recently, but there definitely have been times when I've been like, like when the only thing that's kept me going is like, I have children and a wife and, it, and it would be devastating to them. And not not that I like think super highly of myself, because obviously in those moments, you're not like, I'm so important to people. But you're like, you know, I'm like, I don't know what they would do. And that would be very unfair to them. So I need mm-hmm. to keep I need to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Because no. p- 
people are counting on me. And I think, so I think like, I am very much, that is a trait of yours that I am, uh, I'm jealous of. I finding that self motivation is something I really struggle with. I, well, that that's, that's the other thing is like, I, I do these because I have to. Oh yeah. Like, it's like, I don't do these. I don't do everything I do for myself because I want to, I do them because I have to do them. Otherwise mm. I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't have clean dishes. I wouldn't have clean laundry. Like mm. it, it or any, anything I wouldn't have. If I didn't like, I guess one of the answers would be playing video games. Like if I didn't play video games, like then I would just be sitting there doing nothing and twiddling my thumbs. Hmm. Um, and it's like, I, yeah, there are days where I just, I'm laying in bed and I do get up because of chase instead of getting up because I need to get up. Yeah. And I that's up cause, fully cause valid. Get up. And yeah. that's, that is okay to have those days. If it's every yeah. day, go, maybe go see somebody. <laughs> but if it's, but every once in a while, you're going to have those days when you're like, man, it would be so much easier if I just did not get up. And you're just yeah. like, well, you know, there's people. You know, I'm gonna. Yeah, that was me last Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't get out of bed until Martha got home from work at five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. What'd you I do have... today? Nothing. Yeah. Why? Because I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I've I've had those days, uh, and they like it's it, like he chases the one that really keeps me going for sure. Because like mm-hmm. if I know he needs to go out. He needs to get fed, and if it wasn't for him, there would be some a lot of days. Yeah. Not all the time, but there would be a good number of days where I'm just like, I'm just going to sleep all day. I get yeah. it. My pet keeps me going, too. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you feel when you get those moments, are there things that you do just for yourself that get you to be like, like, man, I feel really down on myself. I feel like I can't get out of bed today or there's no point in getting out of bed. Is there something that you could do for yourself or you feel like if you did it for yourself that it would encourage you to get out of bed? Cause like, Oh, this feels good. Cause I'm just doing something that's just for me. And you know, it's sort of revitalizing mm. to my mindset. Like it could be, yeah, this is sort of an offshoot of what Rich was asking last session about like, what do you do when you feel like defeated? But like, is there something that you do for yourself that has that sort of curative power for you guys when you're feeling that down? For me, it's like, uh, like it, cause I'll get to the, like, I'll wake up, I'll let Chase out, I'll feed him, and then I'll sit on the couch, and then I'll sit there for an hour, and I'm like, I need to eat breakfast, I need to do something. And the thing that'll get me out of that, like, I don't want to do anything mindset is instead of cooking breakfast, I'll actually, and it's, it, 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 it's not great because it happens, like, maybe every weekend, uh, I'll order, like, an omelet from the local diner. Um, I'll order breakfast instead of cooking mm-hmm. breakfast. Cause like that, the wall at the point is I need to cook breakfast and I don't want to cook breakfast cause I don't want to do anything. So then I'll order breakfast and that'll come and I'll eat it. And then I'll be like, all right, let's really get going on my day. Or it'll be like, and generally these days where I feel there's no point getting out of bed sometimes is usually on the weekends. It'll be like, all right, let me watch all of my s- Saturday morning cartoons is what I call them. Uh, mm-hmm. there, there's only one anime. The rest of them are actually mostly all live action stuff. Uh, so it's not really cartoons. Um, but it's like, I watch all of my shows on Saturday mornings before I like get started and going. Mm-hmm. Nice. I take my meds. Mm. Cause that, cause, cause if I'm feeling really bad, I'll be like, Oh, I'll, it's like a little, you know, a little, Oh, I have, you know, whatever major depressive disorder or whatever. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so I take my meds, and that's like a little victory, and I'm like, all right, 
next thing. Mm-hmm. Like I did one thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is really, you know, it's such a it's a little victory sometimes. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Um that was a good one. Uh any other closing thoughts on this one? Mm, really. Treat yourself. For sure. Treat yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get I'll get I'll go to Dunkin' Donuts at least every Friday as like I made it through the <laughs> fucking week. There you nice. Go. Nice. Um all right. Who's got a question? Who's got a question? That was that was question pilot Mary O'Brien. Thanks very much for that one. Uh who has a question they want to ask? I got one if you guys aren't ready. Go for it, Timmy. Go ahead. Hit us, Timmy. Uh, so, similar literary vein uh, from last episode. Uh, have you ever... And, and we can expand it to non-literary movies, games, whatever you, whatever you find a relatable moment in. Have you ever been consuming a piece of media or fiction, non-fiction, whichever, which you went in with one perspective of like what this is going to be about and what you are greatly interested in only to discover either a subtext, a subplot, an aspect of the show that may not even be the primary focus, but it's just something that is there that you find significantly more interesting or relate to on a much deeper level than you do anything else in the show. That you were not expecting prior to. Seems like you might have an example. I do. Which, so. might, which might help me specifically, <laughs> yes. uh, and maybe everybody else. So, uh, in in the uh, the Stephen King book I'm reading, uh, it's very it. Like I said in the last episode, quick synopsis: assassin, last job, uh, has to kill another bad guy. That's his thing. He only kills bad guys. Uh, but one of his like primary character traits is that. And he never really, he has yet to explain why to a significant amount, just that he does, uh, is he kind of plays dumb, like to the point where he literally calls it his dumb self, um, where it's like, yes, I work with mobsters, they give me my jobs, which is weird in and of itself because they, by definition, are bad people. But all of them kind of think he's simple, just very good with a sniper rifle to the point where like anytime they see him, he like has an Archie comic sticking out of his back pocket. It's like, this is what I read. And he doesn't like talk stupid, but like he just kind of is like, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Very simple. Like bad grammar. Blanc. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. because There's a donut. At the center of this mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good nothing burger of dialogue. Um, but um, he really, he, and it kind of, as he juggles identities or personalities, he's like, you, you can see his internal thought processes versus what he's doing outside. And then he's also kind of writing a book, kind of, sort of, which is in like, even yet another different identity. And it's like, I, where I'm at in the book right now, it's like, I don't give a shit about anything that's happening around him. I want to read more of the book he's writing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, and and it's just such a cool, that, that dumb self and these other selves 
and how he juggles those is just so much more fascinating to me than any other part of the book. Okay. Okay. I've I've certainly um played games that I was more interested in the lore of the world than I was the actual story of the game. Destiny is one of them. I didn't really care for like the story that they were playing you through at really any point in Destiny 1 and 2, but the lore of the world and how everything is built out and put together I'm I like I would watch videos on videos upon videos about all of that stuff. It, it kind of goes the same with like the From Software games, like the Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Elden Rings, and Bloodborne. Like all of those games, like the lore of the world is more interesting than just the story because they don't really present it very well. The story itself, but like how like each of these creatures came about by reading through and understanding what's like what this boss is like it's more interesting than just like oh you're the last hunter or whatever bullshit they're coming up with that's just generally not presented well or good um so it's usually something like those where like i quite often will like find the world itself more interesting than actually anything else in the game and that'll actually keep me playing the game more so than not. That makes sense. The Destiny plot line was milk toast at best, in my opinion. Exactly. And I played the yeah. fuck out of that series. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the lore is oh, so fucking deep. I love it. Yeah, you could say the same about like the Halo series as well. Like the Halo plot is just whatever, but like the lore and the background of everything in those is like it's very interesting. Mm. Mm. <laughs> How are you, Sean? <laughs> so it's thirteen ghosts. Nice, because <laughs> the lore Which behind ghosts? the, the <laughs> or all just of the lore them, in general. The lore behind the ghosts, like I will still. I was actually thinking about this, like maybe today or like yesterday, because I know on YouTube there's a video that's just a DVD extra that it explains all the lore of all the ghosts, and I was like, I might just watch that. I was, I was, I don't know why I was thinking about Thirteen Ghosts, but I was, but I was just like, maybe I'll just watch that because I, I think it is very similar to when earlier, like uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about me reading, uh, I have no mouth and I must scream when I'm, when I have insomnia. I think it's the same thing. It's like slightly scary for some reason. Like a familiar scary thing is something that I will kind of gravitate to when I'm in a when I'm feeling some type of way, and I think. And it's 13 Ghosts. Like, the movie itself is not very good, and it's fine, but the the lore is so interesting to me. Like, I would watch... I would watch vi- I would watch a video that's just five-minute, uh, like, in, like, wild, out-there depictions of what, what these ghosts are. Like, hours and hours I'd watch. Because mm-hmm. I found that so interesting. But definitely, like, yeah. the, the thing itself is kind of whatever to me. Except for Tony Shalhoub, he he crushed it. (laughs) Matthew Lillard dying was great. For sure. Yeah. (laughs) So the TV show Orphan Black functionally started as like like a sci-fi thriller about like clones. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this this shady organization that created all these clones and and it's it's like a control thing. It's an experimentation thing and it, it, it eliminated autonomy basically from, from all these women's lives. Uh, and about three, 
fifths of the way through, I would say it started, they started shifting the tone of it and like, yeah, the mystery of the, the, them all being clones and the mystery of the company, the, the organization that created them all uh, functionally was still present, but it, it, the, the, the heaviest theme of the show became something closer to like sisterhood. Um, the, the, the couple of clones that the main characters, uh, the main character, Tatiana Maslany, who's from She-Hulk, uh, plays all of the clones in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is remarkable in doing so. Uh, but but the it becomes the theme of it becomes sisterhood. It becomes like the connection between these f- five very disparate people who all look exactly the same. Uh, but you know, again, nature versus nurture. They're all from very different walks of life. They all uh, deal with the news of them being clones in different ways. And and the, the five or so main ones get closer together. And so I guess that is, it's like the interpersonal, it's really like a fan servicey kind of thing. Cause it's like, Oh yeah, you know, they're all friends. And like, you know, it's so cool how they're all like powerful together. And it's, it's like, what's her name? Uh, Cosima is a very different person than God. I can't remember all the names of characters now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but it's like, they're all very different people, but they're still friends and they're sisters and all that. So I guess that would probably be the one. Uh, because that, that, that theme became more present in the last couple of seasons when I, and I would also bet that's because the writers became, it became very clear to the writers of the show. Like, this is what people are here for. <laughs> this, yeah. this is the relationship mm-hmm. between the five, the five main characters as opposed to like figuring out what Dyad's up to. Like it's, it's more about like those, those five. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I guess that would be the one because that was also very interesting, even though at the very, uh, when they finally unraveled the whole mystery and, and brought the the insane cloning criminal organization data was also very satisfying. <laughs> Noise. Yeah. Yeah. Noise. It, it's, it's hard for me to think of like a good, like a B plot that like, why was more interesting than the A plot? Because a, a lot of the primary plots of things I watch are just so punch you in the face, straightforward that like there is no B plot. It's just pretty much all the main story that, or that, or like it's such a minor B plot that I just can't even recognize it at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a uh, honorary mention to every persona game, because there's always a social link that I'm sure. so into. Like, I'm just like, yeah. man, <laughs> like it's the one, the, you know, you, you get one and then you hit like one story beat with that one. And you're like every, every day you're like, can I do more with you? Yeah. <laughs> just go to that person. You're like, can I need I, to I, hang out with the air, airsoft gun owner. More. <laughs> yeah. I need to know what's going on. You just need to know the story. Yeah, yeah, those are they're they're because they're built in. Like, there's like always in this game, there's like twenty subplots, and there's one that is always like, "Holy shit, <laughs> good." Yeah, yeah. So, uh, those are good. Uh, any other uh, any other thoughts? Mm-mm. Mm. All right. Um, I can pull one up real quick. I got one here. Got a list of them uh, that I was ruminating on and trying to think of one that might fit well with this. Um. This one's a little bit more open-ended. If you had ten grand to spend today, and in the next, like, say, but today is a twenty-four hour period, how would you spend it? And I, I am using the word "spend" here. This is not. I'm going to resolve a financial obligation. I'm not going to put this <laughs> in an index fund. I am not going to do something fiscally responsible with this money. Okay. I mean, unless you want to do it in terms of spending it on. Don't spend it on stocks. Okay. Okay. Spend it. Spend it on on uh, a thing or an experience or or something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. A gift. It could be uh, anything like that. Just not, not a like. 
where I'm going to pay down my house with it. Like, mm-hmm. not, not like that. Yeah. I'm going to pay I'm, for I'm me. Gonna save, I'm going to save a quarter of a point on my mortgage. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to pay for me, Martha, and two other people to go to Cancun for a week. Maybe two. Nice. Can I pull okay. two? Can I pull two weeks for four people with that? Probably. Cancun. Uh, it's twenty five hundred uh, for four people. Uh, one Flight. week. A one week hotel. Inclu- uh, including flights. I don't think I could do two weeks. I'd say maybe just you and Martha. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! It's not going to just be us. Like we want someone else to go. Matt, you need a babysitter that I can't pay for. You and Jenna are coming. As I said, it's going to knock off a couple of days right there. <laughs> or I'll have to wait for, for Jenna McAndrew to have her baby and then be like, hey, have your parents babysit you and Paul are coming. Do you want to pull my 10 grand and your 10 grand together so we can all go to Cancun? Yes. All right. All right. Well, well it, it, alternate timeline. Yes. That's what we're doing with our 10,000. Word. Let's go to Cancun. That's nice. It's a nice trip. It's, How are it's, you, Rich? What would you do with 10 large? Is it one day or just like if you have... I mean, 10, you have 24 hours to spend it. 24 so, hours I mean, like to spend it. But I guess it, in okay. Tim's case, he sent, he sent 10000 to the travel agent and booked all his stuff. Ah, uh, no. See, we have a thing with our camp, the, the resort we did through that group when we went for our honeymoon. So, like, we get a couple weeks. It's just we have to play, pay our inclusive fees in the flight but like the rooms are free. So that saves like a lot of fucking money, which is why we can afford to bring a couple with us and pay for their flights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it would be, um, I, I don't know. I, 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 part of me wants this, like, I, you say don't be responsible, but I'm like, I want to do something to fix up the house or, or do redo well, the, Yeah, but you can do that. Like, I'm just like, I'm just saying, like, it can't just be like, I'm going to go on to, like, you know, the, the Department of Education website and wipe out 10,000 of my student loans. Like, yeah, not well, that. Like, yeah. I, I, if you want to, like, if you've always wanted to put, like, a flat top grill in your backyard, <laughs> like, go ahead. It would, it would, it would totally be, like, Purchase, make all the purchases that I've been putting off because I haven't had the money. Buy a new TV, buy a bigger monitor, uh, buy a new grill, uh, spend whatever of it I can on fixing up the, uh, like buying the supplies to fix up the, the bathroom and the kitchen, new oven, like whatever, however much I can spend to get, like, I mean, first it would probably be TVs and monitors and, and honestly, part of it would be hiring a moving crew to help me reorganize my living room because I just don't want to do it myself. <laughs> it's just like, hey, we need to move things around. So I'm going to hire a crew to come do it, and I'll just tell you where to put things. A case um, of beer and pizza is much cheaper to friends. <laughs> just tr- saying. True, true. Absolutely true. Um, but I won't put you guys through that because also, especially if you order from noted New Jersey uh, pizza pizza organization Domino's. Exactly <laughs> five 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 Dom deal right. Domino's um, five, five five two times Tuesday baby. <laughs> but yeah, it would probably be like do all make all the purchases I've been putting off like TVs, uh, maybe a laptop stuff like that, um, and like spend whatever money I have left after like the like electronics to like get the supplies needed to at least redo the bathroom if anything else if not anything else hmm Sean O'Brien hmm $10,000 yep 
not all gone by 10:27 p.m. tomorrow it vanishes. Okay. But I now have 10,000 fists stuck in my head. <laughs> 10,000 each with $1 in hand. Um I think so I would do some house stuff. I think I would get a finish the fence so I could just let the dogs out. I would fix my the back door of my house because it's just, like my sliding door is just effed up. And so that would probably be legitimately like $4,000, both of those things. I think the rest of the money, I would buy a nice PC for myself. So that's like another thousand bucks probably. So I still got five. At least. And then we'll say I would, hmm, I don't know. I'd probably spend the rest of it on a vacation for my family. Like we'd go down to like Cape May where Mary's parents already have a house and just do like a bunch of like really fancy stuff. Like I want to go, I, I I would like to go to like a really, really fancy restaurant. Like I want to pay mm-hmm. way too much mm-hmm. for food. <laughs> oh yeah. You know I what like I mean? That. Just like, just so like once fun. in my life, I want to go to a really fancy restaurant, eat it and be like, yeah. there's no reason for me to have spent this much money. Right. And that's, I'd want to do it one time. Finally, when you get that faux gras, I've always been foie gras. I've always yeah. been, always been and there. then spit it <laughs> out because right that shit's rally, right, gross. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Foie gras. Um, yeah, I would love to say I'm going to blow all the 10 on like a trip or something like that. The problem I've got is that like the, the mini cas is still just a little bit too young to truly enjoy and appreciate like a nice vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, like, she, like she had a fun. She she's shoot that she's a fun little kid but like you know going to be like i'm gonna get like the nicest room at disney world like it's gonna be lost to her at this point like there's no it's it's it would be a trip for me and my wife at that point and we'd be carrying around the baby while we do it this is yeah that's not the most optimal way to do it so i'd spend some of that money on a trip i think to sean's point i think we go down to probably wildwood do some really nice stuff uh and uh, but as far as like specifically what we would do, yeah, we go out to dinner one night, um, take in a show maybe uh, if we can if we can take the baby to the show. But as far as like hard stuff that we would spend the money on, if we were allowed to, and we're not, but if we were <laughs> allowed to, in the backyard. I have no idea if this is going to fit under the $10,000 budget. I would like to put in a basketball court. At least like a half court, you know? So like a half court, like asphalt, that, like the, the in-ground hoop and everything like that. Um, I would love to do that. We had a we had an in-ground hoop uh, at my, my childhood home. And, you know, it was just at the end of our driveway. But it was also our driveway that was on top of a gigantic hill. And so if you had a particularly bad shot uh, and didn't get the rebound sufficiently <laughs> – you were chasing that ball into the street. Oh, and, no. Uh, it was bad news. So I, uh, I would at minimum want, like, you don't necessarily have to have a full court. I think it might be a little bit excessive, but like a nice asphalt half court, nice hoop, go out, shoot some hoops on my own, or go shoot hoops with the kiddo when she gets a little bit older. That would be very cool. Uh, and then the rest we'd spend on a trip. And, you know, if, if, if we still have a couple of bucks left over, maybe instead of going to, to, Sea Isle or Wildwood or one of the Jersey Shores, you know, 
maybe we fly down to a Florida beach uh, and spend a couple of days there. Mm -hmm. We'll do that. Nice. Half on hard item, half uh, for 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 an experience of some sort. So, so is th is this the part where you tell us that you got forty grand and you're giving each of us ten of it? <laughs> no. Well, you were looking at Sean's panel when he said that, so I mean, I'm assuming that you're asking I, Sean if he's got that forty grand. I was actually looking at Tim's panel on my screen, but <laughs> the question was: I don't have, to you. I don't have the job yet. <laughs> like simmer down. Me too. You're living off the dividends right now with all that money you got from the last, the last situation where you just got just boatloads and boatloads of cash backed up to, uh, to your house. Psych. Hansen. Psych. Yeah. Psych. <laughs> uh, living off the, the interest payments. Yeah, one day, one of us will have $40,000 that he'll just pass around to the three of us instead of, you know, putting it in a 529 for their child. Uh, any other <laughs> any other thoughts on the 10 grand? It'd be nice to have 10 grand. Literally 10 grand would fix a lot of my debt. It yeah. would fix a large amount of my, most of my credit card, if not all of my credit cards would be paid off and my student loan with 10 grand. Ten grand would fix a lot of my life. <laughs> really. Hmm. Ten grand would be nice. Yeah. It would be. You heard it here first. Ten Thanks grand would be nice. Podcast. Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I got ten thousand uh, dollars. Hit up our Patreon that doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have one yeah. tier and it's ten thousand dollars. <laughs> ten thousand dollars is right into Tim's Zell account. <laughs> uh, who's got a question? Who's got one? Who's got one? Here we go. Yeah. Sean? Really? I do have a question. Right. So, I don't know why I wrote this question down, because I haven't had jury duty in a long time, but how do you feel about jury duty? Because I think I feel conflicted in that it is, I, I think it is incredibly important, and I think everyone should do it. And I, but, and I also have this super hot take that it sucks so bad. It just mm. sucks. It's just mm. I wish I wish there were a way for it to be less um I guess less there was less you had to be less involved. You know what I mean? Like I wish you could be I wish jury selection could be like on a Zoom call. And you just got to you get to be at home like, you still have to be ready and at home. You get to be ready, but just you can be at home and somebody's going to give you a call and be like, you got to get on the Zoom meeting in however many minutes. And then they'll go through and ask all their questions. And then you go in if you get chosen because I've never, so I've never been chosen for jury, for like to serve on a jury, but I've been to jury duty many times. So for me, it has always been a waste of time. A waste of time. And, hmm. and, but like, I, I think you know, cons uh, on a on an ethical level, like I understand the service that I am performing, like by being available. But I, it's just like you know, it's I think it's hard to be like this was worthwhile time spent when I just go in, sit in a room, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't need you to go home." Yeah, um, I I think I agree with you with it being very important, and everyone should do it. Everyone should have to do it at least because and not, like definitely don't have like professional jurors or whatever. Um, I feel like the compensation really needs to be increased a huge amount. 
uh, because I believe it's still like $8 a day in New Jersey or some shit like that. Like, I, I served on a jury once. Um, and it was like, I, luckily I had a job that would still pay me while I had those days off to get paid. I had to give my job my like $25 check that I had after the course of four days. But it's like people who don't have those jobs that'll pay them. People have like, like, like fast food jobs or whatever, like they they need that money that they're getting from fast food. And uh-huh. a lot of judges won't let them off because they say, I can't afford to be here. It's the judge will sit here and be like, I'll let you off. But the next judge might not is what my judge kept saying. So that's people would stay instead of leaving and then try to find some other way of getting out of it. Like the compensation for jury duty needs to increase tenfold or something like that. I don't really know. I can't remember how much compensation is right now. Five dollars. Um, is it five dollars in jurors are paid? No, I looked up Jersey specifically because I wanted to see what uh, what the deal was. Uh, okay. It's five dollars for each day of service, but once you get to more than three days, then it becomes forty dollars per day for every day over three. Oh, forty! Yeah, that, that's 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 nothing. forty dollars for a whole day. Holy shit! That's Holy yeah. five dollars an hour. Yeah, <laughs> if it's an eight-hour day. <laughs> um. The, the other thing is, you're, like, jury duty, being on a jury is the most ridiculous thing, and uh, there was a comedian, and I hate, and I hate, I hate, I can't remember who it was who said it, but their, their bit was, like, to be on a jury, so, uh, most of the people that are on a jury are some of the, the, the dumber people, because they couldn't get out of being on a jury. Um, and I had experienced that while I was on the jury, I couldn't get out of it. Um, (laughs) but everyone that I was on the jury with, it was a criminal trial. Um, and it was about, uh, an assault, uh, an assault and battery gentleman, uh, fought like five cops or something like that. I can't a hundred percent remember. Um, but everyone on the jury was, was asking, well, what was the initial phone call for that they brought the cops to? Why did we? What was said? Why, why was? Because like it was like they sent an ambulance because he was having pain and he wanted to go to the hospital, and a cop goes when an ambulance is called in as well, and they kept wanting to hear the phone call for the ambulance, and I'm like, but that doesn't matter. There's no reason to hear the phone call for the ambulance. They told us why they called the ambulance, but we need to hear that phone call. No, we're not investigating this. We're just basing, like, we don't need to know the phone call. But why were the cops there? They told us. The cops were there because the cops go when an emergency call is made. Like, no. Uh, I probably would have asked the same question. I'm not going to lie. If there's some sort of extenuating circumstances or some sort of something that is said during that call or something that the dispatcher ends up using from that call to predisposition the cops that they're going <laughs> to need to fight someone. I don't know the rest of the details, but I don't think that's a dumb question. I think you're just being a dick. <laughs> no, no, no. Like it was, it was like, it was straight up. Like I, I, this is years and years ago. I can't a hundred percent remember, but like they were focusing on. I think on... I've been in jail forever because of what you said. In the... <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably, probably. Was it a guilty uh, verdict? 
it, it ended up being a guilty verdict. Okay. Um, but it because it was the the it was he 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 fought and 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 he fought five cops. Like you fought five cops. Why did they? And and it was like it was a whole. They kept focusing on the dumbest situation. The like the things that didn't matter. And like we're trying to delay everything, and I'm like, guys, we're only getting five dollars a day for this. It's only um, five bucks a day. Like, I don't know. I might have felt the same way as you then, but I think now I'd be like, definitely need to know what uh, they why. The uh, especially in light uh, of recent history and honestly, what five cops have done to someone. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah. N- nowadays, sure, I'd probably be in a different boat. Yeah. I think. I think uh, in your. But, I think when I w- back years ago. I would have been, I would have felt the same way. I've been like, you know, the cops. What, why are you fighting cops? Yeah, yeah but, but also, I if if we were to like, if they were to know that I'd be someone who is Black Lives Matter type of person, they probably wouldn't want me on the jury, and I'd get off the jury. They would yeah. want cop supporters on the jury. That's what they would hmm. would try to fight. Well, for. They, or, like, maybe fifty fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Even it out. Like, do, do you have any family or friends who are police officers? You're like, you mean pigs? Like, okay, <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll yeah. call you in a couple of years. <laughs> I've, I've, I've only ever been summoned twice, and the first time, like, I filled out the questionnaire, and they're like, "You could go home," and I was like, "Word." Uh, and the second time, I I, I don't know how, um, but I made it through the first round, and then they like took the giant fucking group into the courtroom and started asking questions, and like. This guy is here for resisting arrest, assault and battery, drug possession, and like some other charge. Do you have any family members or friends that have been charged with similar things? Blah, 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 blah. Me. Okay, who and what were the charges? Uh, my brother and all of them. <laughs> all of them. Do, you, uh, do you have any family members... That are in law enforcement of any level and blah 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 blah. Me again. Okay. Uh, w- what's the relation? Uh, my other brother is a DA in that courtroom over there. <laughs> you could go yeah, home now. The window, like, hi, <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> yeah. So, I, so I agree that the um, in. Insofar as like I, th- I think the justice system does its job, which I guess is you know sort of up in the air in and of itself, uh, but I do think that jury duty is important. And I, I was just thinking about this the other day um, because one, one of the things that I treasure most about this country for a variety of reasons is that although we have you know selective service, basically we don't really have a military draft anymore, uh, and so in lack of a military draft, uh, in spite of my my more libertarian leanings, I will gladly go to jury duty instead of being sent to war. Uh, so I, I will, so I, that is a, that is a trade-off that I will be very willing to make with, uh, Unc Sam. Um, Unc Sam. Uh, yeah, look, the, the peg stand to be a couple extra bucks. I'm perfectly fine with continuing to raid the coffers of the United States government. Taxation is theft, but, um, uh, but as far as like the, other thoughts on it? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a little boring, I guess. So I, I will, my, uh, since we're all sharing our experiences on the jury, I have been uh, summoned for duty once, and it was for big boy federal uh, jury Ooh. Uh, Ooh. In, in the federal court of Philadelphia. 
this was uh, just a little bit over 10 years ago. I just started a new job at, uh, at my one of my old companies. And, uh, and they were like, oh, do you really have to go? And I'm like, yeah, man, it's federal jury duty. I really have to go. Uh, this, is, this isn't like, you know, you call up like Mayor Nutter and you get out of it. This is like the federal government. Um, and so, again, I was in one of those fortunate spots where the, the company will pay you for jury uh-huh. duty. So I was like, all right, fine. Two days, two days. I'm still getting my full paycheck. Um, but uh, <laughs> the, the, the case, not to get too far into the nitty gritty of it, like it is a lot of sitting around. It is very boring, especially federal, because they just pull a lot of jurors. It's a big swath of the county that they pull you in. Um, and then they pull you in once every like four hours for questions and they adjourn you for lunch and you find like where in downtown Philly near the courthouse you can get lunch, which is just like the Chick-fil-A underground. That was like the only option. So like, everybody, all like 90 people who got called went down to that Chick-fil-A. It was brutal. Um, so, uh, but that was that. And so they start winnowing people down. And in the middle of the first day I was there, um, you do the thing where you call in the morning. They're like, yeah, we still need, or so you call the night before and they're like, yeah, we still need you to come in. Mm-hmm. And, um, but in the middle of the day, they, they finally, the judge tells you what the case is about. And my particular case was they had busted up a drug ring in like Harrisburg area. Uh, And the the trial was to try like four or five of the people in the drug ring. Vitally, what the judge let us know is that they had not caught everybody in the drug ring. (laughs) So me, the age of 22, I'm like, so they haven't caught everybody in the drug ring. And I might be on the jury where the other people who have not been caught yet (laughs) will be looking at me trying the other people in the drug ring and potentially making the decision that puts them in jail. And at that point I made the decision like without breaking any rules, I've got to get off of this jury. <laughs> Smart man. <laughs> Under no circumstances can I wind up on this jury. And no matter what I did, I kept making the cut and I kept making the cut. And I'm like, oh I love drugs. I love drugs. Drugs are the best. Yeah. I love drugs. I hate cops. Yeah. I, I proactively start asking them, like, what's your favorite hallucinogen? And, um, ACAB! ACAB! Yeah, right? So, uh, and then finally, the last day, like in the middle of the day, I, I got knocked off of the list. And the only reason I didn't, there were like 30 people left and they picked 18. And it was basically just the order in which we sat down in the rows. And they just had a cutoff point. <laughs> There's like 18 people in the rows were the ones they picked. And I was like number 22. And I'm like, I'm out of here. And it was 12 noon. And I still got a full day's pay. I sell the company that I left at 12 noon. Um, so that was, that was, that is my, my one jury duty story. Nice. Uh, so yeah, look, they could stand to pay everybody a little bit more. $5 a day is a disgrace. Um, but, uh, but you know, like it, it's important. It's fine. It's a little bit boring. Uh, so we've been talking about Stephen King a lot. I read like all of Hearts of Atlantis while I was there because you can't turn <laughs> on your phone. You're not allowed to. Um, and I read all of Hearts of Atlantis, which is, by the way, I will be honest, a very boring book. Uh, <laughs> it's a very boring book. I don't remember where I, I think I got it for like a buck years ago and I kept reading it. I'm like, ah, this is fine. And mostly it was appealing because Anthony Hopkins is on the cover because he's nice. on like, the movie adaptation. But uh, mm-hmm. the book's very, uh, it is, I'm not, I, I even dove deep on the Stephen King uh uh, bookography, bibliography, but um, this is only my but, second uh, one personally. Hearts of it, I say Hearts of it, Hearts of Atlantis is not the yeah. entry one I would pick. It's like nine hundred pages. It's like the Fountainhead. Yeah, nine hundred pages long. Um, anyway, so those are my thoughts on Jerry Duty. Is that Hearts of Atlantis is kind of a bold, uh, dull book? Huh. <laughs> valid, valid. Yeah, valid. 
It was a long day. It couldn't do it. You can't turn your <sighs> phone on. So, I mean, yeah. you know, I just... I think I, yeah, last time I had Jerry Jude, I played Super Smash Brothers 4. Is that the one that came out for DS and Switch? Yes. Or, yeah, 3DS so. and Switch? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one I played. I just played that all day. And then I uh, was furious because... So we, we, all of us went in... F- for the like the pre jury selection process, so, like I, I went into a room, and then they were like, they basically just had us in there in order to force the defendants to take a plea deal, just to be like, just to be like, you know, if you go to if you because this is fucked up, but they had the parents had left cocaine on the table and their two-year-old had gotten into it and died and so they were like so like they were like we brought you in because this sometimes works that if if there is a jury being selected the people will break and be like we'll take the plea like we don't want to go to jail for forever for killing a child but there were people in in the room who were like such dicks about it like because that's like a serious thing and oh yeah that person deserves to be held accountable for doing a terrible thing and the people in there were just like you wasted my day and i was like there's a dead baby like fucking grow up you know what i mean like chill i I was so mad that day playing my 3ds but (laughs) (laughs) i was so mad because it took forever to unlock cloud i know (laughs) wi-fi was bullshit but yeah there's one detail i forgot Sorry, go ahead, Sean. No, go, no, that was that was it. I was, I think, I was just going to. Uh, I don't know what even what I was going to say. I forget already. <laughs> there's one. There's one deal I forgot about mine, which is they did pay me at the end. Uh, oh, excuse me. They sent me a letter uh, with an invoice that said, "Here are the two days that you were there," and I don't know, it was like forty bucks or whatever it was for federal duty. It might have been even less than that. And they said your subtotal is like eighty-five dollars, and it was just an in, it was just an invoice that said, "This is the amount that we're sending you," and this check included with the letter. Uh, there was no check. <laughs> they never said it afterwards and i was like I, I i could spend all my day on the phone with like a federal employee being like hey you didn't send me my like 80 bucks but yeah like, I, 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 <laughs> I could go out and like yeah at that point i could be an uber driver and make that 80 dollars back in two hours for the amount of time i'd be spending on the phone trying to get the government to send me an 80 dollars jury duty check so, so yeah, I, I love the government. I had been, anyway, they, they drove me further down the, the, the current <laughs> political path that I'm on. Was the government just being like, "We owe you eighty five dollars"? Suck it, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had been summoned uh, three times. The first time I had to go in, but didn't get. I wasn't even brought up for jury selection. It was literally I sat in the downstairs area playing my 3ds uh, the entire time. Things like Legends of Mana. Um, the next time, I don't think i brought i think i actually brought a book to read and was brought up and was brought on the jury and then the third time and this was every three years like on the dot for me the last the the third time i didn't have to go in luckily it was like all right your number wasn't pulled you don't have to go in and then they haven't called me since so awesome great i don't ever want to have to go back i've done it enough knock on wood knock on wood yeah (laughs) You haven't checked your mail today, have you? Uh, yeah. Got him. Yeah, I think I went I think I went three or four times when I lived in Philly, and I got called once at the very beginning of the pandemic, but I didn't end up having to go in hmm. because of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So, so they uh um 
so yeah so i'm i'm i guess i think i'm due it's getting around that time yeah i yeah i am i am too it hasn't i haven't been called in a while so coming to the front of the line uh we're running a little long rich you have any uh do you have a question that you want to close this out with yeah it'll be a quick one it kind of feeds off of uh uh kind of similar to tim um tim's question but have you ever had any revelations that you are way too similar to a character in media um in anything you've watched read played whatever uh this came across because uh at, at the time my good night show my show i had on my uh phone or on my ipad when i was going to sleep was seinfeld and it was the episode where george has the book and it gets red flagged for going in the bathroom and he talks about how he can't read a book because, or no, it was it was the other one where he's he has the um, the book on tape and it sounds like him, and he can't listen to it because it sounds too much like his voice and it puts him to sleep and that's why he doesn't read, and that's me. I don't really like reading because I don't like the sound of my voice and my internal voice, so that's why I generally like podcasts and audio books and audio or, or audio dramas and stuff like that instead of just reading straight up. Because it's just my voice, and I'm like, I, I'm like, damn it, I associate with George. I hate this so much. <laughs> when I saw Channing Tatum and Magic Mike, I was like, that's <laughs> yeah, I, mean, that yeah, is yeah. I can, I naturally. can, I can totally see that. That's why I, I can't can. watch it anymore because I'm like, I'm seeing double. Like, it, yeah. I just wanted to look at Channing Tatum all day. I just you know wake up and turn mm. right and look in the mirror. Jesus Christ! I got you. I got you. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Because he's really buff, guys. Like, just the same as me. I thought you were talking about Extremely his dance moves. Like, you can dance buff. exactly like him. Oh, both. Both. Okay. Again, mirror mirror image. Yeah. All right, I got Incredible. you. Gotcha. Yeah. Sex symbol. Channing Casnell. Tatum. <laughs> I, so, I have noticed... And this is just this is just general. I can't think of like a specific character who I'm like that character really resonates with me. But I have noticed that at, I will rewatch movies that I liked when I was younger, and I will. Oh, a good example is uh, even like even more recently is uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. I was watching that with Alice, and I was like. Even just whenever, from whenever it came out to now, I'm like, I sympathize so much with Miles' dad. Way more than I did when I first watched that movie. I was like, oh man, that really sucks. Like, I I think it, it was just like, you, oh, it's because, you know what? You know what it is? It's because Jacob is a teen now. So I feel like <laughs> I, I understand what Miles' dad is going through, like being the dad of a teen and trying to do your best and like not really knowing how to like, you know, uh, like relate and you want to meet them on, on some level, but you're like, you're just a little bit distant right now. Cause they're still figuring shit out and you're figuring shit out still. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it, it is, it's, I, it's a little bit cliched, but like I am, I'll re I'm rewatching old, I'll rewatch old movies and I definitely, but like Malcolm in the middle and I'm like empathizing with the parents. Whereas when I was little <laughs> and watching that, I was like, Oh, Malcolm and Reese yeah. and Dewey. His, his parents are mm-hmm. so mean. Yeah. And now you're like, his parents are so right. <laughs> yeah, they're working. They're working by. so hard. <laughs> yeah. 
Brian Cranston uh, was on Hot Ones the other day, and he talked about Malcolm Middle. It was great. Check that one out if you haven't. Tim Manson. Um. I'm trying to think of something that's not related to this fucking book I'm reading. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say I relate to the main character, uh, but there was a specific line that someone brought up in description of him that uh, I related to, and not necessarily in a good way, um, but one of the other characters describes the main character. He's like, you're, you're good at like, chumming up with people but not getting involved so you get along with people but you don't get embedded essentially or something along those lines i can't remember the exact lines and i was like yeah i do that Ex- uh, except someone has recent had recently said something that i hadn't been able to get out of my head since new year's that's like that's a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> like it's cool that i can get along with a lot of people but then someone's like I've known you for four years and I don't know shit about you. And I'm like, okay, now I feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that's that. I don't know. I try to not relate. (laughs) I, I, not to throw Martha under the bus, but Martha sees her, tries to like compare herself to any character in anything all of the time. So I feel like I kind of go the opposite and I just actively try to avoid comparing myself to fucking anyone ever. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't think about it really. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I get you. Matt, is it really Channing Channel? <laughs> I'm kind of on the same point as Tim. Like I, I, I sort of, there are very few characters I look at and I'm like, oh yeah, it's me. Like it's, it's, I try to enjoy it typically as a work of fiction. There are definitely people I see and I think of other people in my life, but I, I am perhaps I'm not very self-aware in that respect. Uh, except for the part where I said Channing Tatum, which is about as self-aware as I could possibly be yeah. because that's hundred percent true. Um, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, no, nothing really. Um, failing that i guess maybe the rock in the show young rock um you know that parallels my my life's journey pretty much step for step you know from my my days playing <laughs> d1 football at the university of miami uh to my my current career as uh you know international movie star and you know alumnus of the prestigious wwe uh yeah that's basically it what about conan o'brien president no, I'm way funnier than Conan. <laughs> Conan's sense of humor is is very up my alley. I don't know if that makes him me like you know yeah. see myself in him or not, but yeah. Mm. Also, that quaff of hair. I don't know, man. Just, just. I feel like you could pull it off. You could definitely pull it off. Oh, I could pull it off. I mean, just look at him. Just look at him. I've looked at him, man. Like a. Like I'm, I'm more of a raspberry, strawberry blonde or whatever. He's a gin, straight up ginger. Straight up, ginger. that's accurate. Full on ginger, like uh-huh. as as red as they come. Yeah, I was uh, listening to a podcast with Bill Burr on it a couple days ago, and he was talking about how Conan, like Conan's thing, and what Conan thinks is funny is smart people being silly, and I think that's very that's a very good way. I think 
that's a good way to describe Conan, but also I think some of my favorite jokes from Matt are, you know, the silly yeah. throwaway ones. Being yep. just being an idiot. Yeah, just yep. being a goofball. Yeah. Like, That's like, what sometimes like, is all it takes. Like mm-hmm. looking for your balloon. Did you find it yet? <laughs> I'm trying, man. Like I got I got like a, I thought what I thought was a letter saying, Hey, we found your balloon, but it said subpoena on it and <laughs> i Who's, guess that's the person's name who has my balloon i don't know I, yeah so, is, so swing by the is, is that the horse in zelda it is subpoena yes <laughs> subpoena yeah I, I thought i thought subpoena had won a couple of triple crowns uh races against war admiral back in the day or that's subpoiscuit sorry uh anyway that was a rousing conclusion of this particular episode yes. of the Brose podcast, which is available on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, you can follow our show uh, on Twitter at Brose underscore podcast, on Facebook at Brose podcast, or on Instagram at Brose underscore podcast. Uh, and of course, if you have a question that you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks, as always, to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions, to Tess Riley for editing our show, to Shannon Vogel, who designed our world-famous show, Logal. You can find Shannon's work at the Shannon Vogel Photography and Art page on Facebook or at her shop on Etsy.com. And our theme music is the song When by Stephen Siebert. You can listen to Stephen's work at the Free Music Archive. It's time for some plugs. Rich Sweeten, what's your Twitter handle and where can people find your stuff? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at B underscore Walnuts. You can check me out on twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. As well as check out PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show, and bonus action on the Tabletop Podcast where me and Sean and friends play D&D. And Sean, where can people find you on Twitter and where can they find you throwing those discs? You can find me on Twitter at Hey, it's SOB. And you can find me on throwing frisbees at OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it's OB underscore Disc Golf. What do you got going on, Tim Hansen? I keep telling Joe Biden that he spelled Go Birds wrong on Twitter <laughs> at Tim R. Hansen. Go Birds. Do you spell it wrong? Go Birds. Yeah, he's like, I'm really. I I, th- I think the response was maybe did he spell it wrong or just in so many words? The answer well, is he, he spelled it wrong. He didn't say go birds. He's just like I'm really happy with what's going on. It's like but go f- say f- yeah. say it. He yeah, said yeah. he said I'm looking forward to the future outlook of America or some shit like that. And Tim was like, I think you spelled it wrong, guys. I've done it like us. four times. Oh, oh have you? I've only seen the one. That's fine. Hmm. Sean, Sean likes it every time I do it. <laughs> yep. Just, you, you just keep tweeting at President Biden and saying you misspelled Go Birds over and over again? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I just find yeah. one that it's like, this is vague enough. You spelled Go Birds wrong. It's a good bit. I like it. Keep it up. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. And uh, my plug for the week is uh, Biden was here today. Like... I don't know. Maybe go find the balloon, Joe. Like you don't have to be in Philly talking about the the five hundred thousand dollars to infrastructure. Go find my balloon. Come on. I know you. I know you've got the personnel for it. Uh, say goodbye to the gentle listeners. Bye. Bye. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, the entire action moves team. Moo. 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 
My name is Matt Kaz, now reminding you all to be smart about being stupid. <laughs>